You are listening to the Legal Community Podcast, hosted by Guy Remond and Dave Zampano, powered by Guider. Guider provides self-service online legal documents supported by your local attorney. Fast, affordable, and in your own time. For more information and resources, please visit guider.legal and enjoy the show. And welcome to the Legal Community Podcast. I'm Lisa Rozier, joined with Dave Zampato and our special guest today, Julian Alvarez from Mindflow. Correct, Julian? Yeah, Mindflow. That's oh, right. Awesome. I can't wait to learn about it. Well, thank you for joining us today. And I know that you and Dave and Guy have had previous conversations over on your podcast, Inventing the Future, right? Well, not yet, but soon oh, enough. coming up soon. Okay, cool. Well, welcome to our Legal Community Podcast. We're really excited to jump in and share the next 20 minutes with our listeners and a great conversation I'm sure is about to be had. So, Yeah, excited. Let's see where the flow takes us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well, I will say this too is, you know, Julian is a unique egg. I mean, he's a really young guy, but he's mature in age, meaning with this young guy is done. One of the things about the Legal Community Podcast we're always trying to do, and it's going to be hard without Guy today, but I'll, I'll try and make Guy proud, is we're always trying to blend the world of law and the world of technology. And I think what I loved about Julian when we first met him, and then we actually met him at Abundance 360. So I know Guy and I had a previous podcast on Abundance 360. So Julian was there as well. But what stood out for me is He's living that. He's living how to take complex concepts and digitize them into this new digital world. And I think your previous startup, Vise, did that as well, right? Yes. Low-income folks and things of that nature. So, Julian, what I'd love you to do is kind of share with the listeners your experience and how you bring to life your vision. 100%. So, there's there's a whole journey behind it, but I guess firstly... There's a story in how I even got to the clarity of my vision and then now how that vision plays out in the day to day. So I guess firstly, starting off with like the discovery of that purpose, the way I would describe it is that ever since I was really young, I'd always felt this burning ambition within me. But initially that ambition manifested itself as a desire for wealth. It was, it was pretty self-centered. And for whatever reason, I just wanted to be extremely wealthy and successful <laughs> for whatever that meant. But, you know, like because the ambition was mostly self-centered and never really had a lot of power, it was it was limited in its power. And I did a couple of things like I I learned how to code. I started a business. But for the most part, I was addicted to video games, overdosed on video games and never really read unless I had to and didn't really have great health and nutrition overall. But then I discovered the wonderful Tony Robbins, the life coach guru, and went to one of his seminars when I was 19, six years ago. And I learned so much, so much, a lot of breakthroughs. But the biggest one is that a byproduct of everything that I learned around service, giving, uncovering, limiting beliefs, breaking them and redefining them. I learned and redefined a purpose that was much greater than I could ever be. I basically attached my success not only to what I could bring for myself, but to the success of all humanity. And I now define that massively transformative purpose as being to empower myself and others to discover and manifest their infinite potential. And I feel strongly about that because I realized like, whoa, I had something like 
crazy deep within me, but I had to find it and tap into it and unlock it. And if I would have never done that, my potential could have been largely unfulfilled. And that would have been very sad. And and so now I want to figure out how to unlock that for others. I'm obsessed with figuring out how to empower others to discover what they have within them. And that's exactly what has led me down the path in the the many professional pursuits that I now have and happy to go into to each of those. But that's kind of like the huge mindset shift that has given me an abundance of energy and passion and obsession to figure out how to do things. So I'm going to grab something here, Jalen, because you said it so subtly, but I I no longer have the youth you do, but it seems like yesterday I was there. And with the 30 plus years past where you are, looking back, you're saying what I would say is the most important thing, and that is contribution. What I mean about contribution is, you know, I don't know if I did this intentionally or not, but I was blessed that I did it. From when I had my first business, I never, ever looked at what I was going to get from it. Never. Mm. I didn't say, oh, am I going to get rich? What I said was, who am I helping and how does it help? What problem is it solving in the marketplace? For example, I created an iPub protection trust in, in 1995, and the legal industry said you couldn't do it. Well, you could do it. It just wasn't the way they did it at the time. And now it's become a mainstream trust in America. But I didn't do that because I wanted to get rich. I did that because people complained to me. They didn't like that they had to create an irrevocable trust and give up all their rights. So I found a way to have an irrevocable trust where they get to keep 99% of their rights. And they're like, really? That's all they have to give up is that one thing? Yeah, cool. Right? So that's what I love. By finding ways to help others solve their problems, you win. It's just so cool. What have you found in your experience thus far around that? Like you said, use that word MTP, which is a big term in Abundance 360, right? What's your massive transit purpose? But So what would you say is the younger version of all entrepreneurs that I know of around that value creation for others? Yeah. I mean, firstly, it's really important to realize that most of us would do more for others than we would for ourselves. And at least I think many of us innately feel also this sense of contributing to something greater within ourselves. The thing for me, though, is that I didn't fully realize that until I learned the value of contributing to something that was greater than yourself. And a natural byproduct was the discovery of that purpose. But I think the the value creation then that comes from that is that now, like, once you have like your massive transformative purpose top of mind, it becomes a filter for everything that you do, right? So now whatever I decide to invest my time on, whatever I decide to work on, it has that filter of like, what is the impact that I'm having here? And an impact is really like a byproduct of what problem are you solving, right? So I've become obsessed about what are some of the world's biggest problems. And as our friend Peter says, the world's biggest problems are the world's biggest opportunities. So I take a deep look of, okay, what are all the problems that exist around the world? What is the magnitude of each of those problems? And the way I think about the magnitude of a problem is on four different dimensions, basically like what's the scale of the problem? How many people have it? What's the frequency of the problem? How often do you experience the problem? 
what's the intensity of the problem when you do experience it? How bad is it? Is it just an inconvenience or is it actually really freaking painful? And finally, is the problem growing or declining over time? I use that to determine the magnitude, evaluate these massive problems to identify the opportunities, and then also see what resonates with me. And for me personally, the problem that I care the most about is around education, because I think there's billions of people that have mindsets that are not conducive to the dreams and goals and things they want to create, become, achieve, and even give in this life. I think having the education, the mindset, and the perspective and the roadmap, the mental roadmap needed to get to where you want to go is one of the biggest unlocks and most education systems do not support that well, discovery process. Let's well, talk about mind flow, because I think it's actually trying to dent that industry kind of with mind flow. Absolutely. Yeah. So at MindFlow, our mission is to create a generation of lifelong learners to take joy in becoming 1% better every day, right? That notion of becoming 1% better every day is the holy trinity of personal growth and of discovering of what you're capable of, constantly pushing the envelope on who you are and how to become a better you, the next you. So at MindFlow, we're kind of like in the middle of a pivot right now. So a little weird to describe what we do, but I guess the current iteration is that we host personal growth competitions that make it fun, rewarding, and easy to take positive action in your life. And basically what that means is you pay $25 to enter a competition, to enter a season of the MindFlow games, and then you can earn points for taking positive action, completing quests in five different categories. There's relationships, which is like write a gratitude letter, for example. There's seek discomfort, which is like go to a coffee shop and ask for free coffee, right? Doing comfortable things to push past your comfort zone. There's a wellness, like push-up, sit-up, swim, hop method, meditation. There's a reflection, like writing journal prompts that are meaningful to you. And finally, there's learning. Learn something, reflect on it, share it with your community. So you earn points for doing those positive actions. You share it with the community of people you're participating with. So there's a social element. And then you earn points. And the points determine where you rank on the leaderboard. And your ranking then signifies what rewards you end up getting in terms of money or NFTs, where the NFTs are like digital trophies, right? So that's kind of the idea. We're aiming to gamify behavior change because you know we all have the best intentions in the world to become better to become our best selves but taking action is a whole different story and change is not easy in fact some research shows that 96 percent of people that try to set a goal and go for it end up failing so how do you make change fun how do you make it easy so oh, I'm going to jump in here really quick because I've been listening and I love this conversation and I'm anchoring back to our listeners. And I think it's really cool that I have Dave, who has 30 years of experience and can be our veteran, our established law firms and attorneys that are listening. He provides great insight from that perspective. And Julian, I think that your perspective and energy are younger entrepreneurial type attorneys that are listening can relate to it. So you know, Dave, with your wisdom and Julian, with your energy, what would you say? And I'm going to say, Dave, you kick it off first and then Julian, you follow up. But what would you say to that young attorney that's listening to this podcast right now that maybe is like, you know, I call it the sexy age of law, the the 10 years in the courtroom doing litigation, being, you know, replicating what they saw on TV. And now they're starting to really take a step back and say, okay, 
a last change from 10 years from when I first started my life, my family, my career. And they're itching for that inner desire to find that balance. And they they got that energy that Julian has. And then Dave, you have that wisdom. So what would you say to that person that's listening right now that maybe fits into what I just described? <laughs> yeah. It's funny. The words of my mother come to mind. And when I say my mother, I got to give you context. My mother Not only did she give birth to 11 children in 12 years, no twins. She also ran the family business with my father and increased it 37 fold in 25 years. So when I say my mother said something, it has a tremendous weight for me because she had so much wisdom, not only on the personal side, but on the business side. And when she said, I cannot believe how true it's come out to be. But when I was a young attorney, right in that time frame, Lisa, I remember being frustrated about something. My mother said, Dave, Put your head down, work hard, give people more than they expect, and the rest will happen. And wow, it goes back to contribution, right, Julian? So it's so true. I From that moment, I just started saying, okay, I'm going to put my head down. I'm just going to keep going. There's a lot of adversity. Uh, a lot of people, they're going to tell you no and can't. Mm-hmm. I'm going to suggest you change your surroundings to people who are how can we people and and then start creating the future you, you anticipate. And you know what I would say also, you know, Julian's kind of an anomaly because you don't typically get someone his age that has the confidence he has, but also the openness that he has. He doesn't walk around thinking he knows everything, but he does what he says he's going to do. I mean, he puts his money where his mouth is. He His efforts, like, for example, in Vise, what he did to help low-income workers and things, things that were important to him. And I think that's true for the young lawyers too, Lisa, is if it's a job, it's probably not the right area of law for you. If it's about the money, it's probably not the right area of law for you. If it's about making a difference and having an impact. And, you know, I always say in my practice, you know, if you ever switch to state planning on the law, your prize is cookies and brownies. If a week goes by that we don't have a client bringing cookies or brownie or their famous pie or something like that, then we didn't have a good week. That's what I would say. Head down, work hard, give people more than they expect, and the rest will happen. Yeah, I think that's great input. And Julian, I know you shared a lot of your insight and wisdom, but I heard in the beginning of this, you said Tony Robbins was really influential attending that. And you know, you have an impressive resume thus far from your seven years of being in, in the business world. What are some things like we've talked about core values? I mean, what are some things that you can give advice to somebody your age that's in the legal industry that is looking for that breakthrough? Any tools, any thought processes? I know you have a podcast. Could they listen to it? You know, what what would you say to them? Yeah, well, it's kind of interesting because I actually have a brother that's a lawyer and he's wanting to start his own firm. So I've kind of been in this this headspace and he's been wanting to like make that shift and move. And I just left my full-time job at Meta two and a half months ago. So I can relate a lot with how he's feeling right now. But, you know, like I think one big thing is that it's important to realize that there's a lot of reasons you can feel that you don't have what it takes to do something, right? Whether it's your age, whether you don't have enough experience, But so much of that gets solved if you are relentless in your confidence and your ability to find a way or carve a path when there is no path. So, you know, most people say you need X years of experience or you need to like have a certain age or whatever. But like, yes, those things help. But if you really want something, you know, as the saying goes, where there's a will, there's a way. And your confidence is like one of the most valuable things you can carry with you because people can feel it. 
and they know it. And if they can see what you want and how badly they want it, they're going to want to help you in, in a way. And so, yeah, it's all about recognizing what you have within you, trusting in yourself. And even if you don't have the credentials or anything to back it up, just freaking go for it. That brings me to another point. You know, I was brought up Catholic and I'm still active Catholic. And one of the things they always say is God creates everyone with a gift. I believe that every individual, really, every one of us has something that is unique to us. And to hide that or to be afraid or to be feared into not bringing that forth is a loss, not only for the individual, but for the rest of us. I know with my employees, I I want them to know more than me in their areas of expertise. I don't want people that know less than me. What fun is that? I want people to challenge me. And I think it's so important for each one of us to recognize that gift within us. My dad always said, my God-given talents, use them, use them or lose them, as they say, right? (laughs) And I love that. Julian, that you've got this passion and, you know, you were at Meta and Goldman Sachs and LinkedIn doing software engineering work. And you say, wait a minute, I can have greater impact. And, and that's your talent. You have a certain way about you, a vibe that people are naturally attracted to you and want to be around you and want to contribute and be part of what you're doing. And I, I encourage you as we kind of wrap here for maybe you to give some information on how people might get a hold of you if they want to talk further about what you're personally doing or or if they want to support anything you're doing, how would they get a hold of you? Yeah, 100%. So email me if you want at julian at mindflow.gg. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, reach out there at infinite julian with two A's. And more than happy to help give perspective, see where you are at in your journey. If you we're also raising for our pre-seed for Mindflow right now, if you want to learn more and invest in the future we're building, very much invite you to do that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a great conversation. And for all of our listeners out there, don't forget you can get additional episodes by going to guider.legal. And if you would like to be on our show, you can always tap us a message as well. And we'd love to have you on as a guest. And Dave, Julian, another great conversation. And to our listeners, have a wonderful day. you for listening to the legal community podcast we'd love to hear from you visit us at guider.legal for more information and please review and share this show we'll see you next time